late to the runway for opening night, like didn't come to the runway because she was getting ready at home and had other things to do. Got, didn't use an apartment that was gifted, like used or given to all of the queens, went and bought a house. <laughs> and like, just in general, she's always late. And Asia just meant that. She was like, you're not really a team player. You, you're not, you don't act like you're part of the team. Yeah. Uh, and Naomi was not happy with this. Went and complained to Derek because her and Derek are friends now after they fought for the first three episodes. Uh, and then Asia was like, at, at a party, this was brought up and during Truth or Dare. And she's like, I don't need this. She's like, take my mic and left and hasn't talked to any of them since. I love that. I was bad. And now like, Asia needs to grow up. She's acting like a child. I was like, no, you guys called her out in the middle of a of a house party. So, I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race was always going towards this kind of Real Housewives reality TV show. What's it called? Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Las Vegas Review, I think. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we want to get this show started? Yes. Cool. Because <laughs> uh, I turned the mic on while you were ranting. I was so <laughs> this is great. So, Daddy is watching the RuPaul's. I don't know when you started it. Oh, yeah, it's going to start completely out of context. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, great, great, All great. right. Good morning, good day, good afternoon, and good night. Welcome to the Poptimist, a pop culture podcast all about being optimistic. I want to know what you like. Tell me what you like. My name is Billy McCartney. I am your host. I have a co-host. Her name is my sister. Hey, Dagny. <laughs> hey, Dagny. What's oh, up? Oh, well, I'm so happy to be your sister and be here today. I don't have a name. Uh, I'm kidding. My name's Dagny. What we were talking about at the beginning of the episode with Drag Race, Las Vegas, Housewives, you know, that show. That's not what I wanted to talk about. No, I just, it was compelling, and you were but into it, and I thought, why not record it? I could talk about it, but I came in with something else to talk about. It's, it's okay. If you want to talk, so we're going we're gonna to start out by talking about what me and Dagny have been doing. My thing mm -hmm. is going to be shockingly heterosexual when we get there. But, okay. Uh, go ahead. Would you want to, what, beyond RuPaul's Las Vegas, <laughs> the show you're not even sure of the title of, that is only on, wow, Presents Plus. No, RuPaul's, it's on VH1. It's on VH1? Yeah, you can watch it. I know. I, I pay for Wild Presents Plus. <laughs> oh, no. It's on VH1. It's free. If you have a cable provider. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for the cable provider login. Um, so I have two things Go that we it. can talk about watching. One, I watched... You've seen both of these. One, I watched an entirety and finished it. Okay. Uh, Haunting on Hill House. It was great. Had you not seen it? I had not. Okay, cool. I love it. The one thing I want to talk about about the other thing that I brought in, because your shirt is very appropriate, is I finally watched episode two of Twin Peaks. Billy's wearing Wait. the... I watched episode one at the beginning of quarantine uh, and then started watching Hannibal and then Haunting on Hill House and fell off. Uh, what is that called? Oh, this is just, I don't know, this is just a zigzag pattern. But basically it's it's the floor of the Black Lodge is what my shirt is I'm wearing today if you're a Twin Peaks nerd. Got it. Like okay. Me. The only thing I want to talk about, second episode, I've been told in passing before they look like Sherilyn Fenn, but yes. people say specifically, you look like Audrey in Twin Peaks. Yes. And I was like, oh, great. She's so pretty. She's bananas. Yeah. The whole, yes. I thought they, do you mean, do you mean, I mean, thought they were like, you're like Audrey. And I was like, she said, do your palms usually, or sometimes itch. That was her first, one of her first lines was like, do your palms ever itch? And I was like, people are comparing me to her appearance, right? Not the way she acts on the show. Are you talking about her on the show or her on Twitter right now in real life? I haven't. I Actually, don't, she's lovely on Twitter. I don't know follow what I'm her on she's Twitter. Great. I'm so glad you're watching Twin Peaks. Yeah. Is uh, it, how do you feel about... But I yeah. like it. The, yeah. the log lady's very fun. I met her for the first time. Yes, I love the log lady. Um, yeah, it's really good. It, it's def I definitely can tell it did not come out recently based on some of the just mm -hmm. effects and everything yeah. in it. 1990? Yeah. Well, David Lynch does a lot of the special effects himself using practical like camera work. It's oh. very, he even does that in season three, which was 2017. It's very weird to see 
practical special effects. Yeah. And it's very cool. So cool. As you're watching this, yeah. bring it in all the time because I will. I need to rewatch it. I'll talk about Twin Peaks all day, all night. I love it. The one thing that really got me in the second episode was Laura's mom saw the other girl that was there. What I can't remember her name right now. The brunette. Oh, Laura. Oh, sorry, Laura. No. <laughs> her, her friend, the one who leaves the show. Um, oh. What no, at the end of season two. She's not in season three because a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Okay. Anyway, I'll the brunette. Yes. Um, she comes to visit her and then there's this very obvious, just like over her face thing of Laura. Laura's mom's like, Laura, I've missed you so much. And then she hugs her. And then there's a flash of just like bars that look like the end of a bed and this creepy guy with a ponytail. Uh, and she screams so many times. Uh, her mom is so dramatic. I really like her a lot. So, uh, not super important, but the creepy guy with the ponytail is named Bob. Oh, yeah. He hasn't been introduced, but uh, that was a good and camera he was stuff. he yeah. was on the crew of Twin Peaks, uh-huh. and David Lynch thought he looked creepy setting up some lights behind the thing, so filmed him, and now he's like a recurring... Oh, he is creepy. Yeah. He's brilliant. It's really I'm one so of my favorite glad. parts. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, um, it gets, yeah. it's wild. I'll tell you, I mean, season one is... I love all of it. It's Season two is kind of all over the place because... Do you know what happens? No, Not I literally lines, don't know what happens. So basically, the, the, the network pressured the production into revealing who killed Laura Palmer. Because oh. Even though the plan was to never reveal. Just keep the show being about these wacky people where this crime was like the starting point. Gotcha. So they were, you saw, spoiler alert, but not my son, but they solved the murder halfway through season two. Okay. And the writers just kind of lose steam. Hmm. And at the end of season two, it picks back up in a really interesting way. But um, at the time, people, like the, their viewership plummeted because they solved the case and the people stopped watching which is why it's only two seasons yeah Uh, but hey we got season three in 2017 and it's uh i have called twin peaks the return and watchmen the best tv series of the decade yeah i get um, to it and watchmen definitely was inspired by twin peaks the return you'll see when you get but when you get to season three of twin peaks it's like yeah we'll we'll talk more about that and we'll talk about hill house outside the podcast people have talked about it enough recently i'm just i'm so because it was such a fun horror show to have in october i'm excited that this year we're going to have another one i will say just really quick my favorite scare in it was uh when the two sisters are driving and then the head just pops forward of the girl that was haunting the house not the house but the sister's house and just screams oh man that one really got me so you've seen the whole thing yes so you saw the long takes Yes, that whole episode. Uh, of the day. Work of art. Okay. Beautiful, stunning. Let's talk about what you've been watching. Well, vaguely related to David Lynch again. So we, I've been waiting for a while. We finally got the trailer for the new Dune. Yes. With uh, Mr. Chalamet and Mr. Dennis Villeneuve. I'm pronouncing his name wrong. The director, <laughs> Dennis Villeneuve. Dennis! We're friends. Dennis, the director. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm gonna, I didn't look up how it's to pronounce okay. his name. But uh, loved it. Was ba- I really liked the trailer. I'm really excited. I've already liked the cast. But because it came out, I finally started reading the second Dune book. I'm so, not. I haven't read or watched anything about Dune, it's, so it's fine. Take over. But I'm reading Dune Messiah, which is the sequel. Nice. Um, and I really like it. I didn't realize that the Dune trilogy was so much a trilogy. Like it, it's like all the characters from the book are back. It's just twelve years later. And so I'm excited. I'm going to read it, and I'll probably read the third one, hopefully for this before the movie comes out. Um, but I'm just excited for Dune. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird because at this point, so much of modern sci-fi owes Dune so much oh, cool. that, like, if you're like reading it, you're like, okay, well, that feels like Star Wars, and that feels like Tremors, and that feels like. Oh. But it's like well, my favorite thing about reading the books is right at the beginning, and you can see the scene in the trailer. Paul, which is Chalamet, is like fencing with his sword fighting teacher, hmm. and they have these personal body force fields, which is like in every video game. 
you have a shield. In Star Trek, they have their body shields. Yeah. But when Dune was written, like, that wasn't a thing. And so Herbert, the author, goes so far into, like, explaining. He's like, and he switched on his shield belt, and the energy shimmered around him. And I was reading it, like, what is he? Oh, oh, you just, like, invented the personal shield that, like, Master Chief has in Halo. Hell yeah. You just really went into describing it because you had to make sure people understood, but I get it. So it's really cool that way. Oh, okay. Um, And it's just about religion and politics in space. It's fantastic. I recommend it, but the movie, if the movie's good... Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Movie's good. But David Lynch made the Dune in the '80s. That was uh, kind of a well. We don't. I could talk about that for a whole episode. But kind of a mess in a good, in a fun way. But it's not very good. Yeah. Um, wow. But yeah, Dune, baby. I'll watch it. Yeah. When it comes out, incredible. Um, great. So the time has come to lip sync. I'm kidding. The time has come <laughs> to introduce our guest. Our guest, Debbie, go ahead. Um, our guest today has the most immaculate. Animal Crossing Island I have ever seen. That's hilarious. Uh, she also is a co-worker of mine. She's lovely. Everybody, welcome to the stage, Carlin! It's me, it's Carlin. Yay, Carlin! Hi, Carlin. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good. Still working on Animal Crossing Island. Yes. I'm scared if I stop, I'll have a small breakdown. So, <laughs> gotta keep going. Yeah. New ideas. New ideas for fall. It's a new season. There's new things. You gotta make a new island. Gotta constantly refresh, just like Madonna. <laughs> Or Taylor Swift. I don't know. Yeah, this is your reputation, uh, (laughs) as in Taylor Swift reference of of an album. Uh, Yeah, I know. Okay, I didn't know how swifty you were, Billy. We are equally as intimidating, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Carlin, uh, on this show, we like to hear uh, about things in pop culture that you love, that have uh, impacted you in some way, and we also really like if it's something that other people think is bad. Not necessarily bad, but they're kind of critical of. It doesn't have to be, but we do like that. What have you What have you got? I mean, literally, you can't be wrong. So, well, okay. what did you bring for us today? <laughs> I got nervous, and I brought mm-hmm. too many ideas. I love this. Um, <laughs> well, I was like, okay, what am I watching right now? And I was like, <laughs> Law & Order SVU. And I'm like, that has 22 seasons, so people have definitely decided that we like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, I probably cannot bring that one. So I have brought an array for you. Uh, here we go. Uh, number one is a uh, show on MTV mm-hmm. that got canceled after one season yes. called Sweet Vicious. <laughs> and no one heard about it. I don't know what this is. But exactly. Exactly. Okay. I saw one ad on the side of BuzzFeed and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I sat down and watched it. But basically it is about two women in college who decide to become vigilantes and beat up rapists on their campus. That's amazing. And it's amazing. Nice. It, is, it is sweet slash vicious. Sweet slash cool. vicious. Yes. Okay, and we this... can do that one, but if you want to read up your I'm, others. I'm not, I want to give you a full array of options. Yeah, and then we'll pick Just that way, if it's <laughs> bad, then it's not my fault. Because you picked it. Yeah. yeah, disclaimer, because I know nothing about this, I'm casually invested in vicious. All right, please. that's just option number one. <laughs> Behind door number two, Ink Master. Yeah, the yep tattoo competition. I watched all thirteen seasons in quarantine. (laughs) Wow, was gearing up for that season finale, 
season 13 COVID happened. They had to cancel had it to cancel because it. normally the finale is in front of a live studio audience. So, you know, like blood in front with a large amount of people, <laughs> probably great. a bad idea for COVID. I yeah. want to tell listeners really quick, Carlin brought in like a stack of note cards. <laughs> and as she goes on with her other options, she's cycling through. Okay, what's the Yeah, three? I what's would have made a PowerPoint if this was not a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you, Carla. Uh, yeah. Give us number three. Uh, number three, uh, 1999, But I'm a Cheerleader. Classic. Classic. Movie, what is that? Mo- what? <gasps> but I'm a Cheerleader. We'll get into the well, Carla, this might become two episodes. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I was scrolling through movies last night and but, but I'm a Cheerleader came up. And I said, oh, But I'm a Cheerleader. And the boyfriend said, you haven't seen that movie. And he's correct. He called me out. But I know a lot about it because... The shout out, we should bleep that. That'd be hilarious. The university we went to. <laughs> the university we attended. Uh, that Dagny and I both went to at separate times because we are not twins. Is uh, did, but I'm a cheerleader. I think the musical, my my like junior year or something. I wasn't there when they did no, that. No, and it was like when they did it like not on the main stage. It was like the, uh, whatever the music theater student students did in their not ish. as nice theater. Yeah, the the yeah. smaller stage. But but I'm a cheer. Who's in that? Uh, very young Natasha Leone. Yes. Oh. That's how I think. And she, it's, I mean, it's a lesbian coming of age film. Yes. Clea Duvall is in it with a very small part of the actor who voices Zuko in Avatar Last Airbender. <laughs> oh, wow. And yeah. uh, someone who is in one of my favorite childhood films, Casper Meets Wendy. So. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, wow. I don't know anything about that movie. Option number three. You watch that. Give us the next one. We have two more. Uh, the net, your next option is uh, called The Lure, 2017. It is a Polish horror comedy musical about mermaids that no one has <laughs> seen. I'm not going to be able to pick. <laughs> okay. I think, honestly, and then, the next one, and then I think I'm going to close my eyes and just pick your card. One last option. Uh, it w- is uh, Vin Diesel's first lead role in a movie, the action film, Triple X. Oh, yeah, classic. Yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that either. Okay, so you know what? Wait, Billy, do you want to pick? Or do you want I to... actually, let's make this episode a little longer. <laughs> Are we going to do two? Yes. Okay. And I would like, and I want to, if you, if you, I would like to do Sweet Vicious. Okay. And the mermaid murder. Yeah. The, Was it the Norway? Lure? The lure? Polish. Polish. Poland. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to Poland and their anti-LGBT legislation that recently passed. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, Poland, get your shit together. I know I'm American. I shouldn't be saying that, but, like, get your shit together. All right. Yeah. Are we feeling good about these two? Yes. Are you? Yeah. I, you know, I, I just, I wanted it to be up to you because I didn't want to make a ones, choice. So you're like, we're done with these? Well, yes. the other thing is I've, I've worked really hard to keep these episodes kind of short. And I, you know what? Let's do our first, our first jam-packed episode yeah we're all in the same room let's <laughs> right, do it we're gonna do it um you can cut yeah you can cut stuff down yeah we got this okay let's do uh i feel like sweet vicious might be a little more concise maybe as in like i think the lure where there's gonna be a lot to talk about i don't i don't but yeah mm. you pick what do you wanted to do first oh no i'm gonna let you pick let's do sweet vicious. the real gift to me up. don't make me pick <laughs> I am going to get a, a glass of wine as we get started, but go on listening. Go. Right, yeah, start out with, um, yeah, Sweet Vicious, why do you love it and why do you think it's important? If those are questions that you would like to answer. <sighs> why do I love it? It is the perfect mix of everything I love. It's really funny. 
Uh, this is, I'm going to spoil some things. Oh, please. Fine. Please. An MTV show that was canceled after one season, spoil everything. One season, yeah. only 10 episodes canceled. What, what is it now? Four years ago? Yeah. You've People had your opportunity. Yeah. So really quick, when I Google Sweet Vicious, it has, it has a 7.7 on IMDb and it has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Why did they cancel this show? <laughs> and it was like, I feel like it's my job to tell everyone about this show <laughs> and maybe they'll revive it four years later. Just for you. Actually, yeah. it seems like a lot of people watched it or at least loved it. They loved it. Did. No one watched it. Oh no. I think, oh are you the only one on Rotten Tomatoes that you gave it? It's 100%? just, it's just Carlin, Carolyn, Carly, all love, sweet vision, <laughs> Carl. Bunch of just anonymous, uh, different emails to just put reviews for sweet vicious. It didn't work clearly because well, they canceled it. We'll bring attention to it. Okay. Yeah. I was you like, briefly talked about what it's about. Can all you right. Give us a little bit kind of again. Uh, so stars these two girls they both go to college mm -hmm. first one her name is jules mm -hmm. she's at a sorority but oh sorry oh. i i googled and i saw the other one's name and i'm ready for dagny's reaction but please keep going yeah first one okay so she's in a sorority, sorority. She's supposed to be this typical sorority girl but yeah it turns out so she has a best friend and then one night at a frat party her best friend's boyfriend sexually raped her oh my god essentially Okay. Devastating. Yeah. So she, what she decided to do, okay. Wait, sorry. Raped Jules? Yes. Oh, yikes. Okay. So now, but she hasn't told her best friend, so okay. that's all in the background. But she goes, wow. you know what? I'm going to take this. I have a cop for a dad. I'm going to find other rapists on campus and beat them up. Wow. One night. And this is a comedy? You this said? is a comedy. Incredible. Okay. <laughs> it's all my justice dreams all rolled into one. Okay. They're like, jail? No, I want them to feel pain. These rapists. Uh, so one day, as she's beating someone up in the Batman alley, she drops her sorority necklace. And who picks it up? But a girl named Ophelia. She is. <laughs> nice. Classic. Green hair. Oh, yeah. Super stoner. Also computer hacker incredible she picks it up she's That's what like a computer hacker looks like in my head a yeah exactly yeah. no it's a lot of like duh, 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 duh. we're in <laughs> there were typing <laughs> there was typing motions tap, on. Tap, 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 tap. i'm in the mainframe <laughs> we got it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh she picks it up and then she finds jewels and she's like i know your secret and she's like i'm doing this because of this and she's like you can't tell anyone she's like let me join you and also be a vigilante on this campus who beats up rapists. <laughs> now I know what you're saying. How can this relationship last? They need something that is going to bring them together. Yes. So one day, Jules, she finds a rapist. She's like, oh gosh, he's going to leave. So she goes over there to beat him up. And then Ophelia follows her secretly. Oh, but okay. the rapist starts to get the best of her. Ophelia jumps in, hits him on the head with a hammer, they have killed someone. Yes. <laughs> waiting for it. Waiting that for is her. how you bring someone together. Yeah. Murder. But that is not truly what brought them together. What really brought them together is they put the body in a trunk. And as they're driving, figuring out what to do, they sing Defying Gravity oh. together in the car. And then, boom, friends. I am, now, I am now angry this show was canceled. Right. Yeah. I was wow. like, this is my duty to tell everyone about this show. I there's, can't there's believe a, it's canceled. A, a corpse in the in the trunk and just Adina Menzel. Ah! I just... Did, did, just out of my curiosity, did Ophelia sing Adina Menzel's part as she had green hair? So it would make sense in my brain 
that she was uh, okay which screen scan yeah. you gotta do it you oh, gotta yeah. start hesitant are we singing the song and then <laughs> boom you gotta you belt it out wow oh my god i won't sing it for you because i'm not very good now okay so i guess my question um, uh, uh, well, yeah, is there any, oh my gosh, I this might is watch so, this. it sounds, oh my gosh, wild. look at this cast, sorry, I'm on my phone looking at all these photos no. of this, like, oh, now, wow. right, look at that, sorry, so podcasters it's got, it's got listening on, on Rotten Tomatoes, do you know anything about, like, how it was canceled, why it was just, like, the wrong timing, I think, like, I think it was just a little bit too early, yeah, because this was before the Me Too movement, yeah. yeah. So it was just like a little too early, and I really blame the marketing department, yeah. I think because no one had heard of it, yeah, at all. Even like you are not getting your target audience. I think they were just like, we made this, let's tell no one, yeah. And I was like, this is a mistake. Wow. And I think, honestly, I think I only got ads for it because I had been watching Are You the One on MTV. Tell what uh, Some would call it a dating show. I would call it a statistics reality TV challenge. <laughs> that is a logic puzzle. What? <laughs> All right. I don't have time. This is another you don't have time. Normal. I'm sorry. So here's the fun news. I don't know if it's still the case, but an article from uh, the, uh, October 2018 says canceled MTV show Sweet Vicious gets second life as comic book series. Uh-huh. So that's kind of cool. Is there like a superhero aspect to the, like they're vigilantes, they're, they're vigilantes, but they feel a little bit like superhero-esque? There are no special powers. No, the special power is girl power. Yes. That's <laughs> a superpower in itself. And that's all you need. That's all you need. No, but like they like learn self-defense. They can, they can be a beat up. A lot of people. Hell this is yeah. pretty viciously. I thought it's it crazy that no one knows about. No it. one knows it, and yeah. I, I'm shocked. I'm like, this is what everyone wants: is yeah. vigilante justice against rapists. Well, and so, yeah. It, so on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a perfect 100, yes. amazing, and it only has 20 reviews for a show on MTV to only have 20 reviews on MTV. That's bananas. Wow. The audience score of 84. I mean, as much as I hate audience scores, because like, what you're gonna tell me, Rise of Skywalker is good. But um, uh, it's uh, an audience score of 84. All of these professional reviewers giving it great reviews. This is crazy. It's crazy. They're like, amazing, amazing. There was like a whole Twitter campaign after it was canceled called Save Sweet Vicious. But they didn't save it. And I'm very upset. Yeah, I think it was just a little too early. Yeah. That's you said 2016. 2016. Oh, yes. No, it's, it's on my note card. 2016. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Even like a year later, I feel like it could have done even better. Yeah, I think if it come out just like a year later, Mm -hmm. or like, hopefully MTV didn't plan the Me Too movement, but if they had just (laughs) waited for that. In that case, the marketing team really dropped the ball. They really dropped the ball not knowing the future. Wow. You need a psychic to do well in this industry. (laughs) Sweet. Any other thoughts on Sweet Vicious, Carolyn or Billy? Well, all I'm doing is I'm looking at the creator of the show to see what happened. And uh, fun fact, the creator of Sweet Vicious is on the writing staff for Thor Love and Thunder, starring Natalie Portman, which is very cool. So hopefully she gets to keep doing amazing things. and um, More badass women stuff. Yeah. She's worked on a couple other things, which is very cool. That is so weird. Yeah. Sorry, just reading about, yeah, all nope, the things like, about it being canceled is everyone just being like, we guess. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, why? Everyone's yeah. like, but it's so good. 
no, it did, it did so much important work and it was so funny. It did like a really great job of like representing trauma, huh. but in a way that like everyone wasn't victims and it's wasn't like crying all the time, but still going through something emotionally. <laughs> Cause like, wow. yeah. I, I think you said, but how did you get into, how did you discover Sweet Pitches? I was, I can't remember. I think it was just, I was on a BuzzFeed article and then there was just one banner for it on the side. And I was like, I'll click this. Oh, uh, I haven't gotten a virus yet. <laughs> but wow. I clicked it and I was like, I watched the first episode and I fell in love. That's amazing. That's and amazing. I feel like it's not on any, like the way I just watched it again. I, I have had to buy it on Amazon Prime oh, for yes. $25. So I, if you want to watch it, I will give you my password. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I, would. I was like, I know I'm going to watch this again. So I will buy it. But in order to indoctrinate buy others, I will give you the password. And this goes for everybody listening. Carlin is just phone <laughs> calling everybody. Carlin's Carlin. giving out her Amazon there's, password. I don't have a ton of money, so there's really only so much you can get on there. I just, so a uh, uh, shout out to the last episode we recorded where my friend Drew brought in the film Drop Dead Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it, and it was like a whole thing that I hadn't seen it. Yeah. So, and then I told my boyfriend I hadn't seen it, and he was also let down. And so he went, we went on a hunt, and it has been pulled from all the streaming services. You can't find it, which is just a way to say that before I, we started recording, um, we, I got a delivery and it was the DVD of Trump and Gorgeous. <laughs> I am that from, my boyfriend, my boyfriend I bought without telling me. He was like, oh, you haven't seen it? We can't find streaming? I bought the DVD. So we're going to watch that tonight. I'm find so excited for you. No, I'm from Minnesota <laughs> and it takes place in Minnesota. So I'm so excited for you. Just know anytime they talk about like Lutheran stuff, that is spot on for Minnesota. I mean, they <laughs> might be listening, but uh, one of my one of my boyfriend's brothers and brothers-in-law, I guess, because he's got three, yeah. is uh, um, is Lutheran. And it was a Lutheran wedding. And it's, yeah, it's fun. I know a little bit. Yeah. The mm. accents, they are real. I'm uh, yes. trying to contain mine. He's in Jenny's accent. It's so good. We grew up listening to Prairie Home Companion. Yeah. We know. <laughs> I love Brigham Companion. Me do too. What a weird, well, that's, that's one of the weirdest I don't know if I love it or if it was just like we had to listen it, it to it every perfect Sunday. It for what it was. And now it is impossible for me to explain that show to like people. Like to be like, oh yeah. yeah, we listened to like a 1940s variety show in like 2005 that was very good. And it was a radio yeah. on public radio. Uh, whatever. I don't know why I'm talking about Prairie Home Companion all of a sudden. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, everything Carl, comes back. Everything's amazing. Back. I do want to hear about the lure though, because that yes, sounds wild. So now I'm gonna Google the lure. All right. Like a like a fishing lure. Oh god. Yes. Oh, I wrote down the Polish title, but now I've forgotten it. I'll find it. Oh, he's... Please find the little oh, translation. Is it a musical? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Polish horror comedy musical. Fun fact. First musical right. to come out of Poland. Wow. wow. We, are jumping, we are jumping to our second item of the day. Yes. The Lure Polish 2015 musical horror film. I would recommend Googling it just so you can see what the mermaid tales look like. Okay. I'm going to pull this up for Dagny. I'm we'll looking some. it up. Oh. Oh, they're huge and they're gross. Yes. Oh, I love this. Important symbolism. Oh, whoa. Okay. That's okay. A, that's okay. something. This is this is like social commentary. This is gross. I am into this. And just to give you an idea, uh, oh I found online the fishtails were fifty pounds each. <gasps> These girls. So when they were like wriggling around, like it was with fifty pounds. Wow. That's a workout. 
Jeez. Wow. Okay. This looks insane. Okay, go ahead. Tell us what this is about, and you kind of get what we do now. Go ahead. And I, just do I, I hope I'm explaining this well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. So this movie musical, there's like horror elements to it. Uh, the person who wrote it kind of grew up in the 80s in uh, a Polish kind of dance club Mm -hmm. and kind of wanted to take that and tell a story about it. So they kind of took her growing up and meshed that with Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid. (laughs) But the like the real version, not the the Disney version. No, yeah. can I, should I tell you the whole thing? Yeah, at this okay. Point, Go I for mean, it. Yeah, if you're listening to this show, I mean, I will try not to be like, oh, on the most recent episode of The Bachelor. Like, I'm not going to spoil that. But no, no, no. I mean, this is an obscure yeah. Polish yeah. musical horror film. I'm not going to, I'm interested even if I knew every part of the plot. Also, I just found the poster, the Polish poster. And for a movie about mermaids, um, it does not convey that even the slightest in this Korki, I can't do Polish, but Korki Dancing Goo. Is the name of is the that's and, a neon poster. And so this poster has so it's, it's it looks like burlesque. It looks, Polish. <laughs> it looks like burlesque but Polish. There is a a blonde woman with short curly hair and a sequin blue top holding a microphone, and the two mermaids are behind her. But the mermaids are dressed as stewardesses. Yes, the blue uh, costume is actually a uh, flight captain costume. Oh. And then below that, there's like a nightclub band performing, but the woman who appears. Well, I was going to say she's the lead singer, but she's the one without a microphone, so she just looks like a stripper and she's topless. That is correct. Amazing. I'm, I love I You love. are using all of your context clues for that poster. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible, and all I've heard is your description in this poster. Okay, let's okay, go. Keep, yeah. All right, so Continue. it starts. There's uh, this family that's in a band. There's mm-hmm. a, a mom and dad and kind of like a teenage son. And it starts, they're singing, and then the camera... It's like from their point of view comes out of the water and it's watching them and we turn around and it's just two girls in the water and then they start singing. It's like very like siren-esque. Hmm, okay. Yeah. And so essentially they take them out of the water and bring them through this nightclub and uh, the mermaids can get human legs, but when they do, there's like no holes. Is that too... Gotcha, great. I was like, that's okay. what's the least graphic way? Yeah, yeah. So like... Bottom half, no holes, but legs. So just like, like Barbie. Yes, yes, exactly. They literally say like Barbie. Oh, okay. Scarlett Johansson and Under the Skin. Casual spoiler alert. So I don't know why that mm. was where my brain went. But. <laughs> Mine went to Barbie, yours went to that. That's yeah. great. Cool. Okay. So they're like, awesome. We're going to have this have them sing in this nightclub. And then if you throw water on them, the, the fishtails will come back. Spectacle. Okay, okay cool. I'd go to an nightclub where I could throw water on mermaids. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. If you like boobs, this is a movie for you. Well, okay. They're all there. Right. We'll get there. Uh, sure. Yeah. So they're like, uh, they're two sisters. Mm-hmm. One of them is falling in love with the teenage son, but okay. then they're saying, if you fall in love with him and he marries someone else, you're going to turn into sea foam. Old school Little Mermaid lore. Yeah. Real one. Yeah. 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 So they're like working at this nightclub. The one sister is like, I don't, are you sure you're going to fall in love with him? She's like, I don't know. Then one day the other sister leaves after a song. Why is she doing that? It's because mermaids actually eat human hearts. So she has gone, pulled off to the side in order to devour a man's heart. Oh my God. Yes. 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 This is feminine power. (laughs) (laughs) 
awesome. They're like, yeah. no one else knows about that. She has a very mysterious cut. Is this the teenage face. crush that she developed? No, this is the one. This is a, a different guy. Different guy. Okay. Different sister. Gotcha. So they are just like working at this nightclub. Uh, people are kind of like catching the scent mm-hmm. that someone's killing someone and they're slowly becoming pop stars. But, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. So we're focusing on one sister. The other sister who is falling in love yeah. with his teenage son, she has a problem because like she can't have sex with him. Mm-hmm. And many people, young men consider that an important part of the relationship. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, my tail's there. He's like, I just see you as a fish when you have the tail. He won't fuck the tail? He won't fuck the tail. Listen to me right now, America. This man is a coward. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, there's, there's something there for that. But just the wow. tail. Nothing else. Just so she's like, well, I love him. What am I going to do? So she gets a surgery where it's very graphic, but they cut off her tail and replace it with a woman's legs. Amazing. Do we wow. know where these legs came from? They're just, they're just a random person. They just do a swippity swap. Dope. Someone has a tail now. Amazing. I don't That's know where great. she went. She was never referenced again. I hope she's doing well. <laughs> I wish woman. the best for that her. Poor woman. Uh, but mm-hmm. the bad thing is, now that she doesn't have a tail anymore, she can't sing. So <laughs> they're connected. They're connected. Wow. She's kicked out. She's like, but I can't sing. I have trouble talking, but I can finally have sex with my boyfriend. Wow. So they start, <laughs> but he gets blood from her incision. But maybe it's a symbol for something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, went before they're about to have sex, and he like shuts it down. Oh, and this man. He's terrible. He's not. <laughs> and then no, she's like, I can't speak. I like switched out everything for you. And he goes to a recording session and falls in love with someone else. No. Then we cut to. Oh, wait, I missed a part. Now, while all of this is happening, (laughs) (laughs) suddenly they are watching TV Uh and the news comes on and it's like, we found a dead guy by the road. He was covered in blood. There were uh, feet tracks and then something amphibious slithered away. And they're all looking at this other mermaid. She's like, <laughs> but they eventually don't worry. Guy comes in, does a double punch to both their faces. They pass out. Both mermaids. They, both mermaids. Oh my god! They dump them in a river with uh, covered and rolled in carpet. Don't worry, they find their way back. Yeah, they come back. No big deal. So he yeah. married. I know it's a lot. It's a lot. So this guy, uh-huh. he marries someone else. They're at the wedding. It's on a boat. They're all like, the only way you will not turn into sea foam is if you eat this guy's heart. <gasps> so we are at daybreak. She's like walking up. Can I have a dance? Fangs are out. Is she going to kill him? And then suddenly she's like, no. <gasps> she puts the teeth away. Daybreak comes. He it's looks down. Mermaid. He's covered is, in sea foam. It's the little mermaid. Her sister, though, oh. is pissed. <laughs> she <laughs> jumps on this terrible man. Uh-huh. Rips out his throat, Good. jumps back into the ocean, wow. and in the movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And throughout this whole thing, there's musical sequences? The whole thing is a musical. <laughs> <laughs> whole thing. I've described it. They are singing their feelings 
this whole wow. time. Okay, all right. So this is an, a this is a 2015 Polish horror comedy. How did you how did you how did you find the lure? Yes, how did I find this? Um, so I did, or or, or as it is also known, Korki Dancingu. I well, don't know. Find Polish. the literal translation. I remember liking it, but I didn't write it on my note card. They failed me. How dare you, Carly? They failed me. Oh gosh. All right. Uh, yes. So yes. I uh, did a study away program. That was a film program mm-hmm. where you go film a movie in Vermont. Uh, but the first half, one of the best things about the program is you would all go to Sundance um, before it happened. Oh, wow. It was not glamorous. We stayed in this, like, ski uh, chalet and we're all in bunk beds. I think the biggest lie about Sundance is that any of it is glamorous. You no, so were in a small yeah. ski resort town off the coast of Salt Lake City. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was sleeping in a bunk bed. Uh, oh, it translates to Daughters of Dancing. Yes. Amazing. Oh, okay. Uh Oh, yes. Yeah. So Sundance. we went to Sundance, and the uh, best piece of advice I got was go see the things that are never going to get released that you are only going to see here. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the big things that they talk about, you're going to see that it's going to get a theater deal. It's going to get on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Go see the stuff that, like, you won't see anywhere else. Yeah. So I was like, cool, mermaids, advice. I'm down. And that <laughs> is how I found this movie. And like everything, I was like, this is good. And then I saw this movie and I was like, this is what I want filmmaking to be. And I just felt very inspired. I love fairy tale films. That's amazing. That is so cool. It honestly sounds really fun and sad. (laughs) Yes. No, it's me in the theater like, wow. Yeah. And I was by myself. So there was no one I could look at and go, wow. None of your classmates were like, yeah, I'll join you on this wild adventure. I'll go see it myself. I'm proud of you. I mean, that's one of a movie I really like. Uh, When I first moved to Los Angeles, I did the uh, the 24-hour film festival. Uh, and just like, but not like with a group of friends, which is like someone doing an open casting call. So I met a bunch of randos mm-hmm. and I met this lovely woman named Celine from New Zealand and we hit it off and she eventually, she was like, Hey, I'm in this like New Zealand and Australians and film and we're going to go to this film screening. You want to come? And I was like, of course I do. It was on a back lot. I was so new to LA. I can't tell you. It was Raleigh studios. Oh, straight, oh, across, yeah, straight across the Paramount. Wow. Um, so we went and I saw this movie and it was called mystery road and it's about an Aboriginal detective mm-hmm. in the outback of Australia who is becomes aware that Aboriginal girls are being murdered and left on the side of the road and no one gives a shit. And oh. he's like solving this crime with his partner, asshole Hugo Weaving, who I love, who's Australian. Hmm. Um, so okay. Hugo Weaving's in this movie in a movie in a supporting role. And it was just in time. I would never, and I've never heard about this movie again. I've never seen it streaming anywhere. I've never seen anything about it. Mystery Road, Australian film, and I still think about it because it was so different and so good. One of the climax, one of the like big parts of the movie is Hugo Weaving and the bad guy, the main bad guy, because Hugo Weaving might be bad guy, mm-hmm. are in a sniper shootout across the desert. And it is realistic, as in they're so far apart with these rifles that you hear the, you, like, the bullet takes a while to travel. Mm-hmm. And so there's even a time, like, like there's shots where Hugo Weaving's re- reloading and just, the like, the like sniper bullet hits the rocks next to him. He's like, fuck. And he just keeps reloading because he's got to like get it set up and line up the next one. And they have oh to go. And it's like no music, really slow sniper shootout. It's a great movie. I went on this rant out of no reason because you talked about seeing this obscure film at Cannes. Well, like, yeah, it's a, or Sundance. 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 I can't afford to go to France. <laughs> a friend of mine just this past, like a couple months ago, she was like, I'm going to Cannes. And I was like, now? 
And she was like, I'm going to my computer. <laughs> all Cam this year was all online. So she went to Cam from Atlanta, which is amazing. That's fine. Still counts? Oh, still, counts. still counts. Well, all That's right. Corky Dancing Goo, The Lure, also known as Daughters of Dancing, a 2015 Polish horror musical. I want to watch it. I, yeah, I just want to say my favorite part is the tail design because they're specifically were created to be like kind of disgusting. They are. They're yes. gross looking. Yeah. You said 50 pounds, right? That yeah, 50 pounds. Count. They're huge. Yeah. Uh, mermaids, they said mermaids are uh, in Poland, I think, are called uh, like daughters of dragons. Mm. So wanted to incorporate oh. that. It does look a little dragony. But also, I didn't mean to talk about vaginas this much. Um, <laughs> but also, Jeez. it's a great kind of metaphor for uh, kind of fear and kind of the grossness yeah. that people see vaginas as. Mm-hmm. But and to kind of take that and really like put it in your face. Yeah. Wow. The tails are shocking. They're very cool, though. Yeah, they're amazing. That's a, a, this has been a trip and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for Sweet Vicious. Thank you for The Lure. Yeah, these are both recommendations. So these are probably the two most obscure things we've... This is great. I'm oh, thank, oh, thank goodness. You, no, you you did the assignment correctly, Carla. I know you were concerned. Do I get an A? Yeah. You get an A. Now, we're going to dedicate the next 45 minutes to long order speed. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, before we wrap up, the we like to end the show with a game. With game. I and, still uh, need to name this game. Uh, who needs a name? It's called The Game. It's called Pitch Me This. I don't know. I don't like Pitch Me This, but I've said it like four times. Basically, Carlin, you're going to have an object in a genre. You're going to give me and Dagny, and we're going to each have 30 seconds to pitch you our idea. Dagny's going to put her headphones in so she can't hear shit. Yeah, these AirPod Pros, they wow. everything. Dagny out. just bragging about how she got new AirPod Pros. Not new ones, first time ever, but they like fully cancel sound. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get I the, get it. My headphones have wires. We are a, <laughs> we are a divided household. Uh, we need to put together. But I'm in the process of getting the Google wireless headbuds because I have a Google phone and not an Apple phone. Like, a, I don't even know what I'm trying to do with this bit. I'm trying to make a joke at Dagny, but she's got headphones in and cannot hear I me. I can't hear you. Okay, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my stopwatch off, so why don't you tell me what you would like to hear? A puppet period piece. Okay. Please. Okay, that's it? That's it. Okay, 30 seconds on the clock. My puppet, I don't know why my brain went to this. The last period I piece I watched was The Great, about Catherine the Great. We're going to keep it in Russia, but it's going to be about the fall of the Romanovs and Anastasia. Um, I want to just see a, an accurate, dramatic reenaction of the Bolshevik Revolution and the death of the royal family in puppets, including how the royal family sewed gemstones into Anastasia and her sister's dresses to smuggle them out of the palace. And when they shot them all at the firing squad, they think the kids lived longer because the jewels in their dresses made them survive. Isn't that horrible? How cute would that be with puppets? That's 30 seconds. <laughs> that was 30 seconds? Yeah. That was 30 seconds. I'm good? I, I am a little bit upset with myself for that, but yes. Oh. Yes. All right, Dagny, uh, uh, Carlin's got a pitch for you. Okay, Carlin, have at it. Puppet period piece. Oh. Please. Okay, Dagny, uh, five, four, yeah. three. I love this already. Two, go. Um, so it's the favorite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I want... Uh, Honestly, the live action, great, but I would rather see it as puppets. Uh, wow, I talked about the great as well. Keep going. I'll no, not the time. great, the favorite. The favorite. favorite. Yes, the favorite. Um, I want uh, Olivia Coleman to be a puppet. I want just Emma Stone. I want them all just be puppets and just do a complete reenaction of the entire movie, but they're all puppets. Uh, and the cake eating scene is going to be even more dramatic of all the cake on her face as a puppet. And that's 30 that's, seconds. Wow. Wow. So many rabbit puppets at the end. Oh. Yeah. 
Wow, that, uh, oh yeah, the rabbit puppets. That's even, I forgot about all the rabbits. Wow, that, I, that was a lot. Yeah, well, Carlin. I wanna know what you said, cause you got very excited. I, I said I wanted a completely dramatic, horrible reenaction of the Bolshevik revolution and the death of Anastasia and oh, Tsar right. Nicholas II. Um, just completely horrible, as realistic as it can be, but everyone's moments. That's great. <laughs> Carlin, you have to decide a winner. I have to decide? Yes. We know you're great with decisions. <laughs> okay, I know. We already know I was bad with this. I think I'm going to go with... You should. We are going to go with Bolshevik Revolution yeah. puppets, only because I had a very vivid image of a kind of felt rifle mm -hmm. going off with some fog and then a bullet going across, but with a very clear yeah. uh, like uh, string that you can see it moving across. I like that. Wow. It's literally like a bead that it just slides across yes. the yard. Yeah, I like that. That's a very nice image. I have to talk about this real quick because the re when you said this, the reason I went to Anastasia was because thanks to someone on Twitter, I learned about a recent film called Anastasia Once Upon a Time. Um, and I just, you have to hear this before this episode. We're going to end talking about this. It is a 2019 film. It must have been direct. It has to be direct to video. So it's called Anastasia Once Upon a Time. It has a 3.1 on IMDb. Oh boy. Um, Here's the description. Rasputin sends Princess Anastasia through a magical portal uh, forward in time as Lenin is about to destroy the Romanov family. And it is literally Rasputin, who was famously uh, a hard-to-kill alcoholic, yeah. um, has magic time travel powers, and he gives Anastasia an amulet as Lenin. They're very clear it's Lenin is coming to kill the family. And she jumps into suburban America 2019. And she befriends a, a girl, and the girl's like, why do you have this magic necklace? And she's like, I'm Anastasia, and we're trying to survive the Bolshevik Revolution. And I saw the poster, and I went, this isn't real. And then I watched the trailer, and I haven't been the same since. Oh. Um, I now might have to watch this movie because I've talked about it. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it, it's like, you. Could, the budget is like, when they're going to the, the Winter Palace or wherever they're going, they put like the uh, uh, the red square, like the beautiful cathedral in red square, like superimposed in the background, but they like filmed in Jersey. I don't know if this is true. <laughs> wow. This film also might have like filmed in Poland, and the trailer was dubbed, and my brain was so broken I didn't even notice. Huh. But uh, yeah, it's Anastasia. Was it what did you call it? Anastasia. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Rasputin sends Anastasia to modern times, and she it's like a teen coming of age fun romp. Wow. But also, like, that happened to these people, and you're doing a, what is this? Why do we get to do this to Anastasia? They're, Why do we do this They're to just trying to solve the mystery of what yeah. happened to her. And they're like, this is she, the most likely situation. She died horribly. It was awful. Why are we, but you know what? The DreamWorks animated film Anastasia is like, so whatever. That movie raised me. Yeah. I'll wow. always watch a movie that goes, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tarantino did it, so anyway. Yeah. Carlin. Um, wow, what a anything, wild ride of an episode, but that Carlin, was so fun. Anything else you want before we're done? Anything you want to pitch? Anything you want to say hi to? I don't know. I, no, my my caffeine, I just, it's just, I'm just about to crash. So Beautiful. I think I used all my words for the day. So I mean, mm -hmm. it, uh, I'm, I, I, yeah. This has been fun. Cool. Uh, Dang it, you want to wrap up? You want me to wrap up? We're professionals. Uh, I'm not great at wrapping up, but I will do my best. Good, because this is that fun That was The Poptimist. It was a, an episode that was a little bit longer than usual, but we had a great time. <laughs> so this is me signing off. Also, thanks, Carlin. Uh, thanks so much for coming Real on. Real quick, I don't Billy. think we've said Carlin's last name this entire episode. Oh, Carlin, do you want to fully introduce yourself? Oh. 
my name is Carlin Lindstrom. There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, I said I was Minnesotan. There it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is our host, Dagny McCartney. And this is our other host, Billy McCartney. Thanks that was for fun. We've never had that. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the beginning, but only at the end. Thanks yeah. for listening. Have an amazing day. Good night, or have a good day. Bye. Bye.